I also want to show you with the update right now uh, House Democrats furious at Donald Trump. Who Did you say Democrats? No, Democrats. Oh, because well, the, the right House Democrats <laughs> furious at President Trump are quickly building momentum towards impeaching the president next week. House Democrats are planning to introduce an impeachment resolution on Monday, a move that would allow Democrats to fast track an impeachment vote next week. The Democrats have not committed yet to holding such a vote. The latest draft of the impeachment resolution obtained by CNN includes one article of impeachment for incitement of an insurrection. Uh, Jen, what are your thoughts? 25th Amendment, impeachment, don't bother, he's almost out. First of all, I want to comment on the fact that YouTube is blocking all of you people repeating Democrats, which I find weird. Um, I definitely think it's way past time for 25th Amendment. Like, 10 steps ago, it was time for 25th Amendment. Like, if not now, when? Like, what would a president have to do to invoke the 25th Amendment? This is insane. there are reports coming out of the White House. Obviously, there are a lot of leakers. Who knows um, who's talking to who? You have those access journalists who are the ones reporting this. But basically, the gist is Trump has, has lost his mind even more. He's increasingly um, out of touch with reality. And there's, I don't think there's really anyone except for maybe his most sycophantic of sycophants who thinks that this guy is on planet Earth anymore. So what does it take? This should be it. This is really scary. This is a guy, uh, this is not an original thought by me, but this is a guy who can't be trusted to use Twitter, but has the nuclear codes. This is horrifying. So I got in a lot of trouble with our viewers. I know you did too. I mean, we didn't, we, we were very clear vote for whoever you want. We're not telling you who to vote for, but we told people our personal decision was to vote for Biden. Not because we like Biden, I can't stand Biden and I'm about to hit on him probably for the next hour. But I felt based on the rallies I was covering that I covered Trump in 2016, I covered him in 2020, I covered his supporters at these rallies in 2016, I covered his supporters in 2020. I saw with my own eyes an evolution from kind of 2016, like more Biff from Back to the Future, kind of jerk offs to unstable, crazy people. I saw that evolution from 2016 to 2020. Not that there wasn't unstable, crazy people in 2016, but I think Trump, from what I saw, I remember, Jen, if you remember, the day before the election in Pennsylvania, we were at a massive, probably like, 10,000 maybe people in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, no masks, and Trump was talking. I mean, if you close your eyes, you could be at a Klan rally. I mean, it really was irky. And I said to myself, you know what? Would I rather deal with a corporate warmonger in Joe Biden or would I rather deal with Proud Boys, QAnon, and what I thought was a psychopath for the next four years, who, by the way, was joking about serving longer than two terms. So Mm -hmm. I decided, because I thought this had turned from just a grifter, used car salesman, sociopath, to a full-on psychopath, I thought, I I can't in good conscience. I'm not blaming anyone if you didn't vote for Biden. 
this is just how I voted. But for me, I couldn't vote for someone that I thought was a psychopath that could God knows what. And what I just saw was, was a psychopath. He, not only on the day, but weeks earlier and the day, urged people to come to Washington, D.C. on January 6th. On January 6th. Before the, the coup attempt, he went to speak and said, I'm coming with you. Let's go to the Capitol. He didn't end up coming because he's a doofus and a, and a wimp. That's why he dodged the Vietnam War. But these people were there trying to overthrow the government because he told them to go. Uh, we could debate his impeachment over the Ukraine calls. We can't debate this. There is, right. and to me, it's not only important, I think the 25th Amendment, but Pence seems to be a wimp in doing that. But if that's not going to happen, it's not only important to impeach him just because he, he should be impeached. But I think it's important because there was something he said at the end of that hostage speech he gave yesterday, which was clearly written by his people. He clearly read it for the first time then. He clearly didn't mean a word of it. But there was something at the end that I found chilling, Jen. I don't know if you noticed it. He said, this is just the beginning. This is not the end. If you don't, if you don't impeach this person and frankly, put it on the Republicans to convict, I, he is going to be enabled because once he leaves office, Donald Trump is going to be like your 16-year-old guy or gal who just got dumped by his first love. He's going to be sitting in Mar-a-Lago, very depressed, isolated. He doesn't have, well, he will still have 24-7 media attention, but he's going to be very depressed because he doesn't have the power anymore. And that is when he's going to be most dangerous. And if you don't hold him accountable now by impeaching, and this first time in a long time, I actually agree with Pelosi. If you don't impeach him, and put it on the, the Republicans, have them have to make a historic decision not to convict this man, then you're not holding him accountable and God knows what he's gonna do once he's out of office. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, I, it's, I don't think people fully grasp the danger here. And I've seen people continue to shame us because we've been vocal about both of us have been vocal about the fact that we did vote for biden um they called us sellouts and you know do you feel ashamed no i don't feel ashamed i didn't vote for a psychopath i i'm not sh vote shaming anyone else but for my soul personally i'm glad that i did what I felt was right in this moment because again, this is just me. I've been doing deep dive studies into things like QAnon and, and the proud boys and, um, and not does this a lot more than me, but into these all right groups. And it's really, really terrifying. It's horrible. And these are the things that Donald Trump uh, props up. So, I, I don't understand those people who continue to to vote shame Biden um, supporters and those people who say that uh, this capital um, attempted coup was really nothing was really just people expressing their frustrations. 
that's to me insane thinking. I, I don't understand it. It's what the cool kids on internet call a major cope. It's crazy. I, um, I, I have a lot of fears about what's to come. And I think if they don't take major action, to me, it's kind of like the 25th Amendment is the major action that they need to be taking or invoking. Uh, impeachment, okay, like he's already been impeached. Like it really, <laughs> fine, put it on his record. Like put another red check mark on his record, put it in his file. It means something, but it doesn't mean enough for me. I want him to be unelectable in 2024. I heard, um, I wish uh, I thought to send Jordan this clip and I don't unfortunately think it's this widespread, but there was a caller who called into C-SPAN crying and saying um, that she felt, this is a paraphrase, but she felt horrible for having voted for Donald Trump and how could he let that woman die? Speaking of the, the woman who um, was attempting to get into what people report as being uh, one of the chambers in, in, uh, in the Capitol um, of Congress, uh, for Congress, I think it was the Senate chamber. And, and how could he let her die? And, and she said, I'm so sorry for voting for him. And I, I hope that more people feel that way and understand the danger. I don't think, I think maybe 10% of people will feel that way of, of Trump voters, but it ha the message has to, to be there. These Lindsey Grahams and these Ted Cruz's have to get there too. They can't let these people rally together and have another attempt at a Donald Trump presidency in 2024. Um, and I, I, QAnon is going away. Uh, that that guy in the horns and the the furry outfit and he was shirtless that everyone's looking at like haha you know he's sitting he's sitting in the Capitol building he's called the QAnon shaman like this is a really well known guy um, these characters and they are characters uh, Ron Watkins who's now kind of taken on the role of QAnon in a um, public presence or persona, these people ha want to keep it going. So they'll spin whatever happens, Donald Trump or not. This has energy. The reason that woman lost her life is because she was so entrenched in this QAnon ideology. It had completely taken her over. You can look at her social media accounts. She truly believed that she needed to dive right into that chamber. And that's why she got shot. And she really thought that she was trying to save America. Um, so this is time for drastic action is what I'm saying. This stuff isn't going away, even if Donald Trump is going, is going away. And he's not going away either, to be honest. Impeachment needs to happen because Republicans have to be put on what side of history are they going to be on? Are you going to be on the side of history that convicts a man that told his supporters to go to the Capitol and stop the election results that pushed to his supporters for three months, a evidence-free conspiracy theory. Yes, it is a conspiracy theory. I know that there's some channels out there who claim to just be worried about election integrity saying that, no, there is evidence. There's not evidence. And you know who agrees with Jen and I? Greg Palast, who's probably the best reporter in America 
on election fraud and voter, voter suppression and voter purges. He has laughed at the people, including some on YouTube that claim to be progressive, claiming that the election was stolen from Donald Trump and given to Joe Biden. Crystal Ball just did what I think was one of her best videos ever, slamming media outlets that pushed this election fraud that stole hundreds of thousands of votes from Biden, from Trump to Biden, called them reckless. All, my, all media outlets, Jimmy Dore, who I'm a fan of, he has publicly dismissed that there was, that the election was stolen from Trump to Biden. So for those of you who, I, I do care about election issues. Jen does too. Jen and I have covered yeah. election issues. But caring about election integrity overall is good. What those outlets are doing that have been pushing, without any evidence, they've been pushing theories. What could have happened? That's not journalism. It's propaganda. And it's dangerous. I'm not blaming every one of these outlets for what happened. But any outlet that was pushing this without actual evidence, and when I say evidence, actual evidence of a coordinated, coordinated, multi-state uh, cabal, essentially, to illegally switch hundreds of thousands of votes from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. I don't want to hear about one thing that happened in Michigan or one thing that happened in Georgia. Yes, there is shady stuff that happens in every election. We agree on that. But for those that do not actually have any evidence of a coordinated anything to flip hundreds of thousands of votes, who for those who they're all, the only thing they're claiming is, wait a minute, Donald Trump was up by a lot. And then at three in the morning, all these votes came in for Biden. Yes, we knew that was going to happen because we've never had this many mail-in ballots because we haven't been voting during That's a like pandemic. Jen. That point makes me crazy. That's such a, like, that's nothing. That's such a simple point. Honestly, this discussion, um, it makes me sad because when there there's nuance, when we say that these, there there's parts to this. So when Jordan and I say, no, this election was not stolen, and it is damaging for people to run around with the with conspiracy theories that the election was stolen, especially when those people are on the progressive left. That is different than us saying that there's nothing wrong with the elections, that there's that there's never anything like that, that there's never any shenanigans. That's not what we're saying at all. The, our elections are a complete disaster. Um, I think first and foremost, we need to um, talk about the fact that, uh, you know, they're cutting down on, on polling sites. They're making it harder and harder for minority populations to vote, uh, things like that. And then, of course, there's this documentary on HBO that I need to, to finish watching where they do talk about the fact that the machines can be hacked and things like that. And, and one of the, the points that these people make who call it a conspiracy is like, well, you lefties were all over this when that HBO documentary came out. Like, yeah, no one is saying that this stuff can't happen. What we're saying is there's no evidence that this time it happened. You're And, and they're saying like, well, everyone's in on it. No, you're talking about state after state, including states that are run by Republicans. 
who would rather everything be run by Republicans um, telling you that nothing's going on. You're, you're talking about places where, where Biden, um, you know, or states where, where Biden wins the presidency or got those electoral votes, and then Republicans wins the down, down ballot. Biden won. I, I can't fathom these people, these leftists who are running around telling you that Biden didn't win. And in some of the cases, it seems like they want Trump to have won. And I don't want to get personal about it, but it, it disappoints me because um, I have a lot of respect for for some people and it makes me question things and it makes me sad. So um, I, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't like going forward. I just want people, especially our viewers to put facts first, like evidence first. People can get on YouTube and say whatever they want and they can say it in really convincing ways, but evidence has to come first. We can all have theories. Like earlier I said, I suspect that Rudy Giuliani had COVID way before he came on public and said that. I do have like evidence that that's the case, but I've couched it by saying, I don't know. I really have no idea that that is exactly the case. I'm not Rudy Giuliani's doctor. Like I'm not trying to convince you that that's absolutely true. That is me being truthful and honest. I, it would it would be great for me if I was all over Twitter blaming Rudy Giuliani for all of my problems and slamming him and going to the media and like making this a huge, huge deal, which maybe I should do a little more of, but um, there, you have to look at how people benefit and the, the clicks and the, the things they have to gain and maybe even the ways that they've convinced themselves that certain things are true. Maybe it's not always nefarious intent, uh, because they've already kind of committed to a stance. And so now they have to make it be true or else they can't do a mea culpa at this point, can they? So. And the, and the major problem that I'm also seeing, and this is broader than just the election. This is just a problem I'm seeing with some outlets that I think on issues, they are progressive. Uh, I think some outlets that uh, have dropped the ball as far as the election fraud stuff that they've been pushing on issues are progressive. But when when you, when popular YouTube hosts with a big following make the claims that, oh, Jordan, you're so stupid. You think the Democratic Party just rigs primaries and just stops at the general election? The Democratic Party doesn't run the general election. States and counties run their elections. They run primaries, yes, which is fraudulent in itself. I think we need to get the DNC the hell out of the hell out of the primary system. And that's another uh, issue altogether. I just did a story for The Intercept showing that the DNC directly rigged Iowa. But the Democratic Party does not run the general election. The Democratic Party can't rig Georgia because because it, it's a Republican state with a Republican governor. The Democratic Party can't rig uh, Arizona. It's a Republican state with a Republican governor. Like, this idea that the Democrats don't just stop at rigging primaries, how do they rig the general election if they don't control the general election? These people don't explain that. Secondly, the fact that hundreds of, uh, you know, lots of votes were dumped in the middle of the night, we've never had this level of mail-in voting because we've never voted during a deadly pandemic. The mail-in ballots disproportionately were Democrats and they were voted 
Secondly, Donald Trump ran a terrible campaign. I watched his campaign in 2016. He was lying through his teeth, but it was a damn good campaign. He called Hillary Clinton corrupt. He focused on the fact that she was for NAFTA and that she and Bill Clinton sold people in Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Ohio's jobs to China and Mexico. He focused on repealing NAFTA. He focused on globalization and how it has decimated the Rust Belt. He focused on bread and table issues. He said, let's get the hell out of all these wars. He helped make Hillary Clinton more unpopular than she already was. He ran an amazing campaign in 2016. You got to give it to him. He was lying through his teeth, but he ran a great campaign. In 2020, besides completely mismanaging a deadly pandemic, which, by the way, these people don't, the people claiming it was stolen don't refer, the exit polls of the general election showed the number one issue for voters was the coronavirus, not the economy, uh, not the economic uh, conditions, economic devastation, but stopping the coronavirus, curbing the virus spread. That was the number one issue. So do you think Donald Trump was going to benefit from people's top concern being stopping the coronavirus when he basically told people don't wear masks? He basically said that the, the cure is worse than the disease. He went out having in cult suicide rallies that Jen and I went to where no half the 75 percent of people weren't wearing masks. He, instead of hitting Biden for the crime bill, for pushing NAFTA, for being for TPP, still for TPP, being a major, major uh, union buster in the money he's taken and the laws he's passed, instead of actually going after Biden the same way he did Clinton, he tried to frame Joe Biden, essentially a Republican, as a Bernie bro. He tried to frame Joe Biden as a socialist boogeyman, something no smart person on earth believed. Donald Trump ran a bad campaign and he still got, I think, 5 million more votes than he got in 2016. So it's not like, it's not rocket science why Biden won. It had nothing to do with Biden. Biden won because, yes, she deserves credit, Stacey Abrams brought out an unprecedented number of black people in Atlanta and the Atlanta suburbs. That's why Biden won Georgia. You want to know why Biden won Michigan? Because Rashida Tlaib brought out a hell of a lot more black people in Detroit than Hillary Clinton got in 2016. That's why he won. More black people in those critical cities, in those critical states that Trump had won in 2016. He flipped, Biden flipped Michigan away from Trump. Biden flipped Georgia away from Trump. Biden flipped Wisconsin away from Trump. Why? Because there were strong organizing to get more black people out and brown people out in Atlanta, that's Georgia, in Detroit, that's Michigan, and in Wisconsin, that's uh, in Milwaukee, that's Wisconsin. That's why Biden won. That's why he won those three states, because of those three cities. He also won because Trump ran a terrible campaign. He also won because during the first debate, Jen, if you remember this, Trump seemed like Archie Bunker on steroids in that first debate. And he turned women off, particularly by his outrageous behavior. So it's, you know, was there isolated issues in various states? Sure. 
But this whole dilute, this whole fact-free, oh, Jordan, what are you, stupid? The Democratic, you think the Democratic Party rigs primaries but takes vacation during the general? The Democratic Party doesn't run the general election. I don't know how many times I have to say that. I don't understand what you're talking about. The fact that there was vote, you, you, when you're talking about, oh, Trump was up big and then there was all these all these votes dumped at three in the morning, you're literally taking Rudy Giuliani's ridiculous talking points. The reason that they were dumped at three in the morning is because the mail-in ballots were counted after the day of voting. Bernie Sanders, it, it's in a, in a strange twist of fate, has now become one or two, the first or second most powerful U.S. politician in the United Corporations of America. Let me say it again, and I'm about to explain to you why. Bernie Sanders, if he chooses to use that power, I did speak with somebody in Bernie's orbit today. I always keep it vague because I want to protect the source who said he might actually start using some power for once. Colin Tooley made this wonderful graphic showing the current split. Jen, could you see the graphic? Yes. So on the left, we have uh, Chuck Schumer, Chuck Schumer mm -hmm. and the Democrats. And on the right, we have Mitch, his turkey neck, and the Republicans. <laughs> By the way, Mitch McConnell's wife, <laughs> Elaine Chow, resigned yesterday. She was the transportation secretary. So right now it's a 50-50 tie. Uh, obviously, we didn't get to cover the Georgia results because there was an attempted coup. Yes, it was a coup attempt. But you have 50 Democrats. That's technically 48 Democrats with two independents that vote with the Democrats, Bernie and Angus, Ken Angus King of Maine. So how that works is it's a 50-50 tie and they need, the Democrats or Republicans need 51 votes to have a simple majority, which 51 votes to pass most legislation, to pass judges, but most importantly, legislation. So essentially for the Democrats to get anything done, they need every Every Democrat, including Bernie and Angus King, who are independents, to vote yes. And then have Kamala Harris come in and do a tiebreaker. That's basically how the next four years is going to play. So, well, 2022, there are also Senate elections, but not as many as uh, we just had. So why this is important, by my math, if you need every Democratic senator to vote yes, just to get it to a tie with Republicans, because Republicans are going to vote no for almost all of this. For argument's sake, let's say every single, um, every, every single, or I don't know, let's say, um, no, that's a bad analogy. Bottom line, if the Democrats don't have, the Republicans pretty much are going to not vote for most of these things. Uh, the only Republicans that might vote for some of the neoliberal uh, watered down corporatist legislation uh, that Joe Biden is going to go put in there. Yeah. If it's legislation that's all the way towards the Republicans, the Republicans will vote for it. But for what how Biden is talking. He's not going to get any Republican votes 
And honestly, Mitch McConnell is still the Senate minority leader. He was the majority leader. Now he's now he's the minority leader. And we know Mitch McConnell, his 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 uh, MO is to block everything or try to block everything. So he's going to have Republicans fall in line and try to obstruct Biden and the Democrats. So bottom line, let's say you have 49 Democrats vote for something, including Joe Manchin, who's, you know, basically a Republican. But let's say Joe Biden wants to, I don't know, for argument's sake, do TPP. He'll change a few sentences, uh, say it's, you know, we've renegotiated it. It's better for workers. We had unions at the table. We had environmentalists at the table. And now it's good. And everybody, every Democratic votes for it, including Joe Manchin. If Bernie Sanders doesn't vote for it, the Democrats don't have 50 votes, which means the Democrats don't have the Democrats don't have a tie. If Bernie doesn't vote for certain things or says, I will vote for it, but here's what I want in return, the Democrats will not reach 50 votes. Hence, Kamala Harris will not be able to break a tie. That is extreme power. That is an extreme source of power. And I had some people, Jen, on Twitter say, but Jordan, what about Joe Manchin? Can't he block things? Well, who's more likely to block things? Joe, let, well, when I say things, let's start from the assumption, Jen, most of what Biden is going to propose is going to be to the right of Obama. He's going to propose little incremental bullshit. He's going to try it. He's going to open negotiations 75% of the way to, um, what's his name? Uh, the Republicans. So who, why would Joe Biden go? Why would Joe Manchin vote against Republican light legislation that Joe Biden is probably going to propose? So yes, technically Joe Manchin, other than Bernie, could be the one trying to block things. But I don't see Joe Manchin, who has way more in common with Joe Biden than Bernie Sanders does. I would think that Joe Manchin is going to go along with most of what Biden wants. But Bernie Sanders, if he, again, keyword, if he chooses to leverage Joe Biden, I mean, excuse me, Bernie Sanders can pretty much hold Joe Biden and the Democratic Party hostage for the next at least two years. Bernie, Joe Biden announcing uh, Marty Walsh for labor secretary. He's Boston's mayor. He happens to be corrupt, but we expect that with Joe Biden. Uh, when he announced Marty Walsh as labor secretary, Joe Biden had given an explanation saying, um, I was strongly considering Bernie Sanders for this position. But after Democrats won the Senate, um, Bernie and I both agreed it was too important for Bernie to stay in the Senate because there would be no guarantee that if Bernie was appointed labor secretary, that Vermont's governor would appoint a Democrat or an independent like Bernie to replace Bernie. That is just not true because the Vermont senator yes. had already said, I'll show you, the Vermont governor whose name is um, Phil Scott. Scott 
said, uh, I think this was in December, October, actually, Scott said um, he would only appoint someone to fill the seat who, excuse me, Scott said, uh, if, if Sanders is tapped for labor secretary, but if all those, if it's occur, he would prefer to appoint an independent who caucuses with the Democrats to fill the Senate seat temporarily. So he said, uh, if Biden wins, if Scott himself is reelected, which he was, if Sanders is tapped for labor secretary, he would prefer to appoint an independent who caucuses with the Democrats to fill the seat temporarily. So he said, I would replace potentially Bernie if he was gone, I'd replace him with an independent who votes with the Democrats. But putting that aside, the fact that Biden is lying, let's say for argument's sake, Bernie did agree that I'll stay in the Senate because we don't want to risk it. Jen, good. Bernie Sanders, if he chooses, which is a big if, Bernie Sanders can block Joe Biden, Chuck Schumer, and the Democratic Party from passing TPP. Uh, from he could say if Joe Biden proposes a, I don't know, that trillion dollar stimulus, Bernie Sanders said, "Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go home with Jane. Uh, watch Netflix. Let me know when it's two trillion, because they don't have the votes without Bernie. Bernie. Am I wrong? Bernie doesn't know how to work Netflix. Come on. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping that we get filibuster Bernie and calling for two thousand dollar stimulus checks, Bernie, and not let's give up, Bernie. Um, you know, I." As a person, is my math wrong? Her. Is my math wrong that Bernie Sanders? Oh, your math? Yes. No, your math's not wrong. I think okay. you're completely right. But I'm saying, like, the, the chances of him using and you know and wielding that power to its fullest extent, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm now conditioned to not hope too much. <laughs> Politicians aren't our friends, and like they, as we've seen now with AOC. You can put great hope into someone, but it doesn't always or often work out. Bernie, I think, will be strategic, but I think he's been kind of wounded by Trump. And I think he's like a little more um, gentle, like less hardcore than he was. Uh, okay. I want to read. I want to read. I'm not going to get into who it is or anything like that, but somebody in Bernie's orbit, shall we say, because I was talking to this person about Oh, are we actually going to see Bernie exert power, go for the jugular, not take any prisoners because he literally can block anything he wants or say, yeah, I'll vote for whatever crap you want, but I want this in return. And this person said to me, and I quote, we haven't seen Bernie as a senator with real power until now. We mm. haven't seen Bernie as a senator with real power until now. He also told me, Bernie, I think Bernie will try to flex more muscle than we've seen previously. So wow, I like that. I don't want to be, I am not naive. I don't, I think this is a big if. I'm not saying he will do this. But I would have to think as a human being, will he do it? Well, I don't know, Jen. If as a human being, I have been exploited by the Democratic Party for at least 20 years specifically five years, uh, 
had elections stolen from me by the Democratic Party for the last five years, um, had to go around and campaign for figures I detest in the Democratic Party, like Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden to a lesser degree. If I have had the Democratic Party give it, give me sacrificial positions, like what did Chuck Schumer give him in 2017? Outreach chair. If oh I, I if I, I have had to go, if, <laughs> if I had to go around the country on a unity tour with Tom Perez, and I, and every single time, I then got left at the altar by this Democratic Party, who's then passed me off for labor secretary, then concocted a stupid app and rigged the Iowa caucus against me. Uh, I think if I finally had power to actually block their agenda, again, I'm not being dramatic. He could literally block Biden's agenda entirely if he wanted to. He'd be America's most hated man on CNN and MSNBC, but he'd actually be doing the right thing. I don't know. I might kind of want to return the favor a little bit. Obviously, he wants to do good. He wants Medicare for all and the policies. But this might be, all right, his ma I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore moment.